this is the Marketing Muscle Up Show, hosted by Richard Tutunji, where he gives you a peek behind the scenes into the conversations and strategies that can help you grow your fitness business and live the life you've always dreamed of. Welcome team, it's Richard Tutunji and welcome to the Marketing Muscle Up Podcast Show. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Super excited that you're here. I really am, by the way. I love new meeting new people and uh, understanding who's listening to the podcast or watching videos and things like that. If you are br- brand new, uh, I have a company called Com Marketing and we help people grow their fitness and wellness studio. If you're a regular listener, thank you so much. Hit me up on Instagram and uh, let me know which episode you find more useful in your business. I want to get straight into the topic today, which is about shifting beliefs. I really think there's a lot of beliefs that we must shift to become that successful business, you know what I mean? That successful trainer, that successful business that we all hope one day we will get. We all look up to those people that are crushing it and that are, that are, that are doing well that you see on social or that you know and you go, wow, I want that. Along the time, they've had to shift many beliefs to get them to that. I'll, tell you, I'll take you back a little bit and tell you what I mean. I started off this industry when I was 16, 17, and I put a post in our um, free group the other day called Crush Your Fitness Marketing. If you haven't yet joined, I recommend you joining. And I said, what year did you start off in the fitness industry? People love answering that question because a lot of people are very passionate about the industry. And a lot of people are very passionate knowing that they have a lot of experience in the industry, which we need. However, depending on where you want to take your business. If it's a personal training business, if it's a gym, if it's a wellness studio, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you want it to grow and you want it to flourish and you want to keep going and you want to have flexibility not to be able to get up early or um, in the evenings. And you want that flexibility as a business, not you running it. I'm assuming that's you. If that's the case, every stage of this uh, process has to change. As I said, when I started off the industry, Start off at 17, I got uh, my first gig as a mobile personal trainer uh, from a lovely trainer. I thought she was really old at the time, but she was young. She was like 24, 25. <laughs> it was only because I was 16, 17. I thought she was really old. And she helped me out getting my first few clients. You know, the deal, she took a percentage. I took a percentage. I thought it was a lot of money back then, which it was compared to McDonald's where I also worked previously, but it didn't really matter about the money. I was just getting the experience and I was so grateful, grateful, thankful, happy that I got this experience that I got this leg up. And along the years, I don't think I shifted my mindset and beliefs fast enough. I very soon after that went in business with her and I, and I um, purchased a studio. I, the story is I borrowed, I asked my parents for equity on their home. Very scary for them, more for me. I paid them back every single cent. And it worried me a lot every week that my business would go under, that I wouldn't make enough money for my staff, for the rent, all that kind of stuff. And that was when I was 17, 18. And I don't think I shifted my belief fast enough, or I don't think I shifted it the way I should have shifted it with the business that I currently have. And so I am talking to anybody who is stuck in a new vehicle. So you might have a studio or a gym, but your mind 
is still what it was when you started personal training or you started in the fitness industry. We're operating at the same mindset, meaning that we, for me, it was just like, okay, I don't care what I'm earning as long as I'm learning and as long as I'm doing what I love. And when I speak to new, you know, when I speak to fitness pros, their clients or not clients, the, the messaging is all the same. Hey, I love what I'm doing. Money is not the most important thing. And that's a mindset I think that is, it just hides. It, it, we say that to hide little things, to hide that we're not doing what we want to do, to hide that we don't know how to grow, to hide saying it's okay if we're battling. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay to shift your mind to a new vehicle. It's okay to think bigger and better things. And the way we do that is, first of all, understanding where we want to get to and knowing that if we're going to get to this certain spot, i.e. bigger studio, bigger gym, um, a lot of people say, I just want to hire a trainer. All those things require us to think a bigger game and to shift our beliefs from just getting by to thriving. I did a podcast a while back and I talked about, I do believe that the fitness industry, we're getting undercharged, we're undercharging for what we actually do. We save people's lives, we change their health, their happiness, their confidence, their clarity, give them amazing results. We just simply don't charge enough because we're not connecting it to the meaning for them. And one of my missions this year is to ensure that we can double as many businesses as possible, but most importantly, that every single fitness professional gets paid what they're worth. First of all, what is that? Well, it's like if you were doing personal training and you took that and you're working early mornings and late evenings, and if you took that and compared that to another industry, a doctor, a nurse, what are they getting paid and what are you getting paid? And I believe that we need to have a standard that we are not our business and the business is not us. So first of all, if you're doing all the hours in the studio, it means then you need to get paid for that. It's very clear. And if you're not doing the hours in the business, it means that your people that are working need to get paid a decent salary. So they enjoy what they do and you know they, they stick around and they may not think, oh, money's... Money's not important, but it really is important that this industry pays you what you're worth. Your business, I should say, pays you what you're worth. So there's a few ways that you can do that. Number one, it's shifting the belief that it's not just you that, yep, you probably love what you do, but there's other people as we progress, there's other people that we need to look out for. We deal a lot with studio owners who have families. When they start off the industry, like myself, they didn't have a family. So there's a different set of values in the different probably set of income that they need to earn um, versus when they just started out. And that's okay. That's okay. Your business can get you there. But you need to shift your belief on where you're spending your time and what you think about growth. I'll give you an example. If you're spending a lot of your time and a lot of your money or extra money or any kind of money on new equipment, on um, fitness education, as in um, upskilling yourself, which is important by the way. But if all the education is around that and nothing else, we're going to have a problem. 
if all the excess money goes into new fitness equipment and nothing in regards to marketing or sales, we're going to have a problem. Because all we're doing is we're basically going back and saying, well, this is what it's going to require in our business to keep the clients and to keep the results going. Yet in fact, that's untrue. What it's going to require to keep results going is a great community. What it's going to require to keep results going is ensuring that you turn up for your clients, you or the team turn up for the clients and get them the results they want. Get them the experience that they need to have. And to do this, we need to change the shifting of our beliefs to move in to how do we continue to grow our community? How do we continue to give them an experience like no other to keep them in the world of healthy habits and confidence and systems, what should I say systems, healthy habits and clarity in their mind so they can continue to train. But to do that, it requires you to be a very good operator. And this is something no RTO, um, and this is certainly the case when I came in this area, they're not going to teach you that. You have to do extra courses, extra curriculum, YouTube, um, Google this, speak to some friends, get an advisor, get a mentor. And it all comes down to understanding how you grow your business. It's very simple. You need to get always more people in your business than you'll lose every month. So number one, if you haven't yet done that, write down the people. And we talked about this before in previous podcasts. Write down how many people you lose a month and then write down how many people you gain a month. If one goes in, one goes out, that means you're not growing your business. That is a very common practice that a lot of us are accustomed to because when we start off the industry, we can only get to a certain level. We only have a certain amount of hours. So naturally speaking, there's an old saying that you'll only book a, you'll only get a room booked up to 80% because you, you won't overbook it because you simply don't have that time or that space. So we only get to the capacity that we can handle. But when you grow a business, you need to continue to grow the business because you can handle it. You have a bigger capacity. You have more people that are working for you so you can make a bigger impact. But a lot of the time that comes under shifting our beliefs from a, an operator to an investor. And I'm going right down to the investor concept. But first of all, you can go to owner, operator, and then investor. And I always look to like, if you're an investor coming to this business, what would you need to see or how, how would it need to run? And if you can put that hat on, that's going to work much better because an investor, ultimately, your business will make more profits and it will grow once the product and service is working well without you. And so a lot of the time we are the bottleneck in our business in every single stage. I'll say that again. We most likely are the bottleneck in our business at every stage. And a few things I'm hearing and seeing is that 
you're only going to get the clients if you're doing the sales, if you're doing the marketing, you're only generally going to get the clients that um, get connected to you, love you, love what you're doing. And as soon as your attitude changes, they slowly disappear. Or as soon as your flavor changes, they'll disappear. And a lot of the time we have to focus on how do we get people into the brand from the top, get them results in the middle so they can refer and retain and continue to get results at the bottom. And that's how we're going to work our marketing and our sales. The same concept we talked about, brand marketing sales. Brand marketing sales, same concept with the clients. They want to make sure they continue getting the results all the way through so they can get your referrals. So a lot of the time, how we, how we can continue to grow when we're not sure how to, and you should be kind of thinking around some concepts now after listening to this podcast, it's very simple. Look at your top line members. Look how many members you're losing or gaining. And then you'll know if you're growing or if you're maintaining or if you're dropping every month. We'll always, you see, as fitness professionals, we'll always get by. We'll always be okay because we're used to um, giving, giving, giving and only taking a little bit. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. But now to do the amazing things we do, we need to shift the belief to say we need to get paid what we're worth if we compare our job to any other job out there that does the same kind of hours as us. I think it's rubbish to say that, oh, that's just, you know, the industry. I think it's rubbish. It's not the industry. It's the hours. And you get paid for those hours. You get paid for early mornings, late evenings. And that's a shift in the mind. It's a shift to say, yep, I'll need to charge direct debit versus just getting cash jobs in. That's a shift in the mind. It's a shift to uh, decide to not accept you know, last minute cancellations and charge a client. It's, it's a shift in your belief. It's a shift to understand that you're running a business as an entity, not yourself. So if you're having a bad day, your business and your client shouldn't have a bad day and it shouldn't affect anything. So that is the focus. 